this is Jordan Delvin, the import killer, the OTT world champion, and you're listening to City Wrestling Radio. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is the CWREs. Our end-of-the-year award show where we look at the best of professional wrestling of 2018. I'm your host, Corey Smith, with my two co-hosts in the Diamond Studio, ever so elegantly looking. You look fabulous in your tuxedo, by the way, Michael. Thank you. You look fabulous in your tuxedo as well. It's actually a tuxedo t-shirt. It just looks really good. Well, you could have fooled me. I'm Michael Vergara. Oh, sorry. It's one of those 3D t-shirts. Yes. Exactly. They come right at you. I'm Michael Vergara. How are you today, sir? You know, just 2018 is right behind us. It's beginning to write. We're about to walk past by it like an awkward like situation. Like, 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 yeah. Wasn't the world supposed to end like six years ago? No, that's next year. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it was 2012. Yeah. 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 But then it's it's a, it's going to be behind us and we're going to ring in 2019. And uh, what could happen next? with a uh, Diamond Dallas page bang, right? Yes. A DDP yes. bang. Exactly. You know what's a weird thought? 2030 is closer to us than 2000. Who are you? I am Jose Osegueda. How's everybody doing? I'm pretty good. No, you're absolutely right. That made me feel really old, by the way. Sorry. No, it's fine. I was just like, holy crap. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I feel great. The other day, I realized (laughs) that um, kids who are 12 years old were born in 2006. I mean, we're we're eventually going to get porn stars born in the year 2000. Eventually. Well, you mean like probably already have. It's 2018. I mean, it is 2018. It's 2018 now. Yeah. Anyways, this is the CWRs where we look starting, at the starting off real classy. Hey, you know what? It's it's a party in here. We have to we we sit back and look people at drink the, at the end of the year. You, you know? know? Yeah, we had a couple of drinks before the show because you know we celebrate celebrating the life and times of wrestling. It's like the Golden Globes. And what a life has or, or the blockbuster or the blockbuster awards. I would I would say more like the blockbuster awards. No more okay. late fees. No more no more late fees. Yeah. Uh, but guys, thank you for joining us wherever you're joining us, whether it's on. Uh, iTunes, Google Stitcher, uh, CastBox, but find us at our home, SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. But guys, all of if you want to stay notified on new episodes of City Wrestling Radio, you have to follow us on social media as well. I know it's a hassle, but you got to go do it. Do your part. At CWR415, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, because, like I said, like he said, 2019 is coming up, and we're going to have plenty of new shows. A lot of new content coming up for City Wrestling Radio. Um, actually, I would like to give the award out for best best new podcast. Number one winner, City Wrestling Radio. Guys, we finally Ooh. won. We did it. Yes. Um, says who? You know, it says City Wrestling Radio. Nice. Yes, says me. I listen to those me. guys. Me, Corey Smith. Yes. Uh, but guys, let's let's get right into it. You know, let's get right into our first award. We're Year end best of. The CWREs. CWREs best of. Uh, this is going to be the best of show. And since we're a wrestling podcast, we got to talk shit. We got to talk shit. We got to be really negative, like the real wrestling, like like real wrestling fans, you know. Yeah. And uh, the worst of show will probably be. It'll be dropped tomorrow. It'll be dropped. Yeah. This one, you know, tomorrow. this one will be dropped tonight. So we're doing separate shows. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. If you wanna, if you wanna celebrate wrestling, hey, you came to the right show. If you wanna bitch about it. Join us tomorrow. Like a true wrestling fan. At SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. But let's get right into our first category of the night. Um, and like we said, we do this. We all pick our own separate a winner, uh, our own separate winners. Um, we all kind of approach this fairly differently, I guess. I think so, yeah. You know? um, I, I myself picked a winner for each category. I think you said you did a little, you went a little bit more extensive into it. Yeah, because I feel like when going through these awards, I really just wanted to give proper shout outs. Because, you know, wrestling's huge. 
Like, wrestling is very expansive. It's probably the most expansive it's ever been. It's probably the best it's ever been. Yeah. It, just in general, the amount of wrestling there is in the world now and the amount of coverage there is, uh, the amount of the in-ring performances. Yes. I think it's because we have reached certain levels of, like, we have reached, like, very high levels where to a point where we have witnessed very, very high highs and thus accentuates the lowest of the lows. It makes it even more damaging. Like, yeah. say, like say if you get, like, a week after week a bunch of Drake Maverick piss, pissing himself, it would just, you know, it would kind of just more or less dilute itself in, like, the realm of, like, horribleness. But yeah. then now that, you know, other promotions and, like, even WWE, like, it just has... It just kind of just has that effect on it, where like you know well, we've makes, seen we've seen what they're what what wrestling is capable of, and thus making the bad shit way worse than it actually is. Yeah, sure. It's yeah, it's, yeah. everything compared to Raw is great. So yeah, like saying that, like I, like I said, it's like wrestling has been more expansive. It's the it's the biggest and best it's probably has ever been in a very long time. Um, Business wise, not exactly. Who knows? In know. a long yeah. time. But um, so I have just compiled not just my winners but also honorable mentions nice ranging from maybe two or three honorable mentions And when you say those honorable mentions i'll probably think of something to give an honorable mention yeah because you know we all play off each other yeah and it's you know like the new day said this is the power of positivity we are we are this is the positive podcast um i guess until tomorrow yes (laughs) Uh, my approach was i took the bird box approach and just went blindfolded and spun the wheel of destiny through a dart and that's who won nice Blindfolded, I throwing that, darts actually. at wheels. I like it. Mm-hmm. You should have lit the dart on fire, though. Nah, man. You should have oh, looked yeah. at it. You should have embraced it, man. Just like, <laughs> I see you. Okay, let's get into our first award. I think our first award is, uh, was it Hottest Streak of 2018? Hottest Streak. Hottest yes. Streak. Um, once I, when I compiled these nominations, I was thinking, like, Hottest Streak, as in um, who had the most outstanding run. It doesn't have to be throughout the entire year, but then who's just like, man, this person's on fire. Like, it doesn't have to be on fire now, but then it just... It's more or less just, like, the most outstanding. It may not have, like, the best year, but something to really just call out and say, like, that person had quite a run these two weeks, four weeks, four months, more or, or less. Or whole so. year. Yeah. So Jose's, that's that's another nominee. Jose's choice, right off the bat, is Becky Lynch. Oh, I like it. She's <laughs> having an amazing stretch right now. She's the hottest thing in pro wrestling. Definitely. So, yeah, she gets my vote. So who knows? This might actually run into 2019. Oh, it's definitely no, running. God into willing, honestly, yeah. into uh, WrestleMania. You yeah. got to look at of, the, uh, her headlining. Fingers crossed, but again, you got to look at this as a, I feel like you got to look at wrestling by day case, day by day, case by case oh, basis. Yeah, definitely. As of right now, Becky Lynch, hottest streaked. Mm-hmm. Jose, um, I'm going to go with my pick of hottest streak of 2018, and that's the WWE United Kingdom Champion one. Pete Dunn, mm, nice. Um, he's had probably the he's the like the loading block of the UK division right now. He's been champion what the entire year. Yeah. Um. I mean, he's on fire. He's going to go up to main roster soon. Um, oh no. I mean, I mean, well, given, way- those, given those reports of like you know those call ups like Triple H, like he kind of sees them as like more or less the middle of the tier, and he doesn't want to call up. Pretty much everybody in that Madison Square Garden match, like you can tell, oh my God. I those wish I are saw the that. guys. Yeah. You guys yeah. hear about that? Yeah. What the Rick? It was like Ricochet, Pete Dunn, Alistair Black. Who else was in that match? Velveteen. Velveteen. Velveteen on the, on the face team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is great. Uh, uh, but Riddle. yeah, Pete. Pete Dunn. Yeah. And uh, undisputed era and Johnny Gargano. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was 
random. But and Tommaso Ciampa. Was yeah. it just like ringside? Mm-hmm. Like, go Johnny. So like you see that and then you just see like those are the people probably that Triple H is just going to be their kids for oh, at like, least another year. Hey kids, yeah. you want to go? 2020 is going to yeah. be amazing. You guys want to go to McDonald's? Or you guys go to Playland? It's fine. Hey. Hey Gargano, stop, stop, stop! Uh, Leave thumb fish wa- alone. Stop th- th- uh, thumb warring with Roderick's drone. All right, Go. now Michael's hottest streak of 2018. Yes. Well, um, I thought what your picks of uh, Becky Lynch and Pete Dunne, very good choices. Um, I'm gonna give a shout out to Zack Saber Jr. Okay. tearing into the New Japan Cup, submitting Naito, Tanahashi, Ibushi, and Juice Robinson, eventually winning the entire thing, but ultimately losing to Okada. I thought his promos beforehand was probably some of the best shit talk I've seen this entire year. Um, he just like New Japan really just booked that man and seriously just made a star out of this guy. I was. Never really a big fan of Zack Sabre Jr., like, due to his, um, you know, look and everything. It was just one of the first times that I was kind of taken aback by, like, this lanky guy. He's a really cool guy, too. But he's awesome. I met him once. I had my shirt on, his shirt on, and he was just like, oh, my God. Um, But he didn't win. Um, (laughs) The Elite going going into All In, looking like the biggest, most ambitious American non-WWE property since WCW. Like, you saw those episodes of being the elite, building up to All In, and like, man, I you cannot help but cheer for those guys. Right. Um, the Seth Rollins IC title open challenge first go-around, I thought he had, he was pretty much, like, he was his namesake. He was Monday Night Rollins. He was the sole, like, flag bearer of that show and made it the wrestling show that you always envisioned that you wanted Monday Night Raw to be. Yeah, he was totally carrying Raw at the time. Can I say, yes. real quick, about Seth Rollins, how to streak my honorable mention real quick? Iron Man match. Yes. That, yes. that literally uh-huh. was uh-huh. an hour-long streak. He, he wrestled beat, for an hour-long hour, he, hour long streak. He beat John Cena and Roman Reigns in the same night. There we go. But the ultimately, the winner for hottest streak for me was Tomohiro Ishii's run at the G1 Climax. Literally, anything that dude touched was an instant five stars, to, in my opinion. His match with... He's the older guy? Yeah, he's yeah. the he's the pit bull, Tomohiro Ishii, in yeah, his yeah, G1 yeah. Classic. He His excellent, excellent match with Hiroki Goto... Uh, Naito, Omega, oh my God, Omega! Um, I just thought, and it's, and even like Juice Robinson, that whole entire B block of Tomohiro Ishii, yeah, just really just solidified himself as B like block. the number one top pit bull dog. And I just I can't like he I was, is the winner of the hottest streak for me in CWR Awards 2018. Congratulations, Becky Lynch, Pete Dunne, and, and Tomohiro Ishii. Ishii. Talk about a monster! That's group. a group right ima- there. Can you imagine, like a pit bull, go? And then Becky Lynch was like, "All right, like, all right." They would actually—I could see them actually getting along. They would—that would be such a, a tough yeah. crew. Oh yeah, they call themselves the Hot Streak. The Hot Streaks. All right, let's get into our next uh, our next award given out, and it's a uh, 2018 Best Social Media Account. I feel like we're gonna oh, have a clean already. Here. I think we are. Um, I'm gonna have to go with my pick first because. She has taken to find it. The, she has taken it to new levels. Yes, I agree. She has okay. pu- she has pushed her her career further with her social media accounts, attacking people such as Seth Rollins, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair. We have the same pick going back and forth. Corey Graves. I'm he picking. Called, yep. Go ahead. Yeah, Co- Corey Graves. Corey Graves, where she said he was a knockoff. Um, uh, he was a knockoff Bobby Heenan. And like you are observing greatness. You are only just observing greatness while I become greatness. I thought. Fucking A, man. Was that a shot at Meltzer? No, no she, that was a shot at Corey Graves. No, I'm just thinking. Observer. Yeah, observer. No. No, no, no. Okay. Go ahead. Who is it? <laughs> Who is Carmella. she? Carmella. Carmella, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> Becky, God. Becky Lynch. 
Becky, Becky Lynch, Lynch, I think, is the unanimous vote here. Yeah. Uh, I do have an honorable mention, though. Who? And I really must say it. John Cena's Instagram account. Oh, God. <laughs> just low res, really just off-putting pictures. Knowing John Cena as a person, as, on camera, on screen, as the super... Like yeah, he's kind of robotic to a fault, but he you mm. know you could see there's a human there's a human programmed into that and a very likable yeah, human. Yeah, yeah. But to see him, just like he uploaded a picture of a very low res picture of Austin Theory for God's sakes, yeah, the, the, the evolved wrestler. And so I just thought this guy is just taking abstract like just he's it's a it's official. He has it's eleven million followers, and Jeez. the the platform that he chooses is to cr- just have these super weird abstract images. Where it's like, John Cena, are you okay? He yeah. should hire somebody to run that thing. Yes. But it's Becky Lynch. But um, honorable mention, at CWR415, Facebook, <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, Ooh. all three. So uh, Just great. Mike great, Vergara. Great thing. Mike, Mike Vergara, man. Um, I think, yeah. Corey D. Smith. But, you, yeah, it's hard to find. And City Wrestling J. City Wrestling J on Twitter. And let's go to our next uh, our next award given out. And I think this is, uh, what's his best angle? Right? Hmm. Underrated? I thought it was under... Oh, I never had an underrated one. Underrated was for the other show, right? No, but that's... No, underrated is like... You know, oh, I, you I, I never... I never most picked, underutilized. I never picked an underrated, but okay, let's do an underrated one. You guys... Michael, you go first because I... I need to think about this for a second. Okay, you need to stall for time. Yes. Um, Jose, Jose, you have one, right? I believe I do. I'm checking notes Oh, okay, right I got now. it. Okay. Under um, Underrated, I have... Tyler Bate. Oh. I feel like Mustache Mountain, is a, they've had killer matches, but I do personally think that Tyler Bate has more to more or less to show. He's been building himself up, too, have you, if you've noticed, and I hate to say it like this, but if you've noticed his body, he's really bulking up lately. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he's getting bigger. And I honestly believe that, dude, like, he is, I, I, it's not, I feel like this is going to be a knock against Will Ospreay. But he is pretty much Will Osprey, but with psychology and oh, and less dangerous. I don't know. He's not like the aerial assassin as in Will Osprey. But like I, he's not doing things, you know, jumping off the ropes crazy. Like he's bouncing. Oh yeah, around, no. But, but then I feel like Ty, Tyler Bates WWE pacing his like just general just just his in ring work mm-hmm. like suited for that WWE style. Like I feel like that dude, and you know, a great look to boot. Yeah. You know, I just feel like that dude should be used more. I feel like he should be like the face of that UK division alongside Pete Dunne, alongside Jordan Devlin. I mean, like has, has Jordan Devlin and uh, Tyler Uh Bate have, have they won on one, one time? Not that I can think of. They probably did like in the Indies mostly, but then, Oh, they had, they had to have. Yeah. Jose. Um, Oh, I have an honorable mention, by the way. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I forgot. It's Chad Gable. I feel like this dude, I feel like Chad Gable it's much like Tyler Bate, but more he's or less awesome. on the main roster. He's probably one of the best wrestlers on the main roster. He's yeah. on a tag team. He's on a tag team where I feel like he's capable of more, but then I guess this is just the, providing him a proper spotlight within WWE Raw Television. But I think, honestly, like his entertain entertainment factor and the legit that dude could be the next Daniel Bryan. And I I don't have faith in WWE to tell that story again. Lots. But Chad Gable, I do like next Daniel Bryan in the sense of the underdog, not more or less. Okay. You know, yeah control like being mm-hmm. at the he yeah. could be like super over i feel like i feel uh, like there's something in chad gable that i think he was when he first underrated. got to the main roster american alpha was over yeah it's very over <laughs> but no. then you know but then, chad gable the unfortunate a, thing had to happen with uh you know jason jordan chad yeah. gable as a singles competitor if you put him against like bobby Roode turning on him after they lose the titles he could they can go he can go really far and the fans can get behind him a lot 
I can see them like really pushing just, Bobby Roode and then just like throwing Chad Gable at the wayside. Like there is precedent for that. I want to see heel Roode. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, he's totally. he's tailor made for it, and I feel like that should be the program going forward in, in, in a while. Not you don't have to do it now. Yeah. But. yeah. So are we talking about missed potential as it was listed on yeah. our uh, Slack? Yeah, sure. Miss potential or Miss underrated? Potential okay, underrated. Okay, my pick is the entire NXT brand. Wow. The what? actual brand itself, yeah. Miss Poten- I feel like it has reached like its most potential. Well, I don't agree with that, but I think it's right there in the middle. Yeah, uh, it's getting my my issue is that when it's mentioned on the main roster anytime, <laughs> it, it's it's really mentioned as an underling or a baby brother, and it should be act- as Important as Raw and SmackDown. Okay. It should be the third, you know. Yeah, I know what you mean by that. The thing about it, and the way I think about NXT is like, I love this new NXT where I want it to be a third brand. Mm-hmm. But the simple fact of the matter is that NXT is a developmental brand. Right. So it's like hard. I think it's hard for them to figure out how to do that, to be developmental. It would face but at the same time. Be a, a competitor to the main roster. Yeah. Because then you're saying there's people. no competition. They're all the same thing, though. Yeah. Once like you really get to the nitty gritty of it, like NXT is WWE. No matter how many people like yeah. don't want to like, you know, net cast a net on NXT or saying like no, but then like I, it's WWE. Yeah. It's no, under, like the the pocket the money goes to the same pockets. No, definitely, definitely. But I want that that show elevated and promoted just as heavily as the other the the main two shows the way i think they should do nxt and this is why i think i think 205 live should be folded into nxt mm, and i mean yes 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 and also keep developmental separate yeah have yeah, their totally. developmental touring around the florida area mm-hmm. and then nxt the mar-a-lago uh, circuit that's what they call it oh okay um but it's a counterpoint that i sort of feel like the more or less smaller nature of nxt of it being mm-hmm. one hour of it having a generally a smaller roster is that that's what makes it kind of like different? Yeah, different and like have this sort of grassroots mentality that you that people generally kind of just get behind. Mm. Dude, there looks like there's less people at an NXT show than there is at an APW show. An APW like all pro shows. Yeah, all pro wrestling. That's uh, where in they, San Francisco. I feel like that's how like the actual true uh, performance center people really kind of get their feet wet. Oh no, I'm less. talking actually in the NXT arena because it looks bigger. Like, I've seen pictures of people there, and mm. it looks a lot smaller in pictures than it does on TV. Demand for tapings must be so Especially with the lights roof, on. Though. Like, I know they have their regulars, but then I have this feeling where, like... What's her it name? It must be so impossible oh, to get. What's the little baby girls? Yeah, Izzy. I'm going to get those tickets one day. You're going to be outside like, oh, why didn't I get... Gross. I'm getting those tickets. <laughs> Gross. What? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. I, I, she's okay, my yeah, rival now. Underrated. Okay. Um, uh, they, they should be pulling a lot more viewers. But you know, there's only so many Dude, subscriptions. That Takeover did way more. View- Takeover did more viewers than Survivor Series. Takeover gets more viewers, but NXT TV in general. That's what I I'm mean, talking they're about. not getting 2.5 or even 1.7 million viewers. Yeah. Anyway, uh, my pick for underrated or you know miss potential, and this is I just thought of it very randomly. Raul Mendoza. My money's on Mendoza. You know, my money's always on Mendoza, but honestly. I mean, he's a great worker in the Cruiserweight Classic years ago. He that should be his gimmick. Had dude. one hell of a performance. My money's I, on Mendoza. I legitimately think that should be his give me his catchphrase, like "Put your money on Mendoza. Mendoza." He's the underdog. You will make way more money if you bet on him, 
and he may lose, but then if you put your money on him in the like, it would Profits. create the it would create the biggest upset of the century. Yeah, but and you will get rewarded. Honestly, put your money on Mendoza, you get rewarded. He's treated as a jobber up until very recently, where he's having tag matches with um, yeah, he's been um- Umberto. What's Umberto Carrillo? Carrillo. Yeah, he um, and Umberto Carrillo is also really good. Like these guys, like those tag team. I think I've. I think I finally got my. Yeah, it, it, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Raul Mendoza, my my pick for Miss Potential, or at least uh, underrated. Let's get into our next um, our next <coughs> award we give out, and I think this one is best angle, right? Yes, best angle. My pick for this one, best angle, has to go to the one and only Kurt Angle, because you know he's an angle. No, I'm kidding. I was gonna pick 90 degree angle, but I thought you were gonna do like the Conquistador Kurt Angle, no, which no. I'm like, that's a that's a respectable choice. I enjoyed that. I just moment. went because his last name. No, my actual best angle is the um, the w, the invasion of the SmackDown Live women's roster on Monday Night Raw hmm. because it really propelled Becky Lynch into the superstar she yeah, is. Yeah, by giving her a concussion. But then, hey, it's the punch hurt around it punch that just created like wavelengths all around. She couldn't compete in Survivor Series. It gave her a WrestleMania main event. Could be tentatively, tentatively. You, you know, we don't know. Maybe you know, you know, maybe Vince like oh, I don't want that again. That's very I want possible. AJ in there. That's very possible. I want the guy I don't know his name. Hmm. Well, go ahead. Um, but yeah, no, uh, no, uh, the SmackDown Live women's roster invading that, Raw. That I think was, was the greatest uh, angle in in years, especially the way they did it. Becky Lynch. It was a very well done angle. Yeah. Although it was unexpected, and what happened. With Becky Lynch, and the thing that stands out is Becky Lynch with her face all bloodied up. Apparently, she was on. She doesn't remember a single second of that moment, and that's she was even, on autopilot the entire time. That's which, even more badass. Oh, it's yeah. badass, but it's also very dangerous. It's dangerous, but <coughs> still badass. Okay, Michael um, uh, or Jose for a second. Okay, uh, I would say the best angle going on right now. Mm-hmm. Is it's ongoing Daniel wow. Bryan heel turn? Ooh. Okay, Ooh. unexpected, fun. Yeah. Uh, the okay, well, specifically just the kick to the nuts on AJ. That's going to be the angle. No, no, no. The whole turn itself. Yeah, that's so, what kickstarted and, and him. It, yeah, that's what kickstarted it. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> um, but the angle continuing on from that. So the mm-hmm. new, you know, environmentally. Uh, uh, would you call him uh, Antifa? <laughs> uh, Antifa. That's like that's... it's funny because if they came to San Francisco, Daniel Bryan's going to get cheered out of the fucking building. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, compost, compost, <laughs> compost. That's the thing. Like Daniel Bryan, his his gimmick of being so woke. It's it. What what really takes me out of it? Again, I've said this several times. Is that he more or less? This guy is right. Daniel Bryan, in the end, he's actually like spitting actual truth Knowledge. about how. How like the Earth is soup is legitimately actually fucked, and how WWE is just trying to spin this as him as the bad guy. Like, yeah, they want us like, oh, he's, <sighs> oh, like, oh, l- listen, this guy, he's just preaching, he's just being over preachy to a point where he's really annoying. Like, what kind of message does WWE send when it's just trying to actively encourage to, hey, don't preach your message to these people in this sort of way? Cheer and, when you're the uh, the number one biggest pollution in the state of California. <laughs> yeah, like, no, like, keep your politics to yourself. Because yeah. that because you're you would be annoying if you do so. Like that's kind of more or less the message that WWE is just sending yeah, yeah, yeah. to yeah, their yeah. people. Like, well, I want, dude. You really have to think about it. Like, Linda McMahon is in the Trump administration. Yeah, like she is. Yeah, and like, no and I around, and I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, there's hidden messages. But Vince is gonna write how he sees fit, and that's just 
and that's just it. And I didn't yeah, mean yeah. for that to like rhyme. They're, ne- they're never yeah. going to. They're never going to mention Trump, and they. Th- and but the, yet the they'll Latin, still. But then the Latin market is above is above and beyond their most lucrative like market. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they don't want again. They don't want to play politics. But hey, no yeah. politics is politics. No, no politics, but sure. yeah, exactly. Sure. Uh, my runner up <laughs> is the Res Erection. Oh Jesus! Oh, I like that. Man, the okay. resurrection of Joey Ryan. This this was just things that That's, we all I'll watched remember. that together. Yes, we did, and Aww. this is just something I'll remember till the end of time. That it was it very, was a very memorable moment. It wasn't the main event, but yet it, it was still it, one yeah. of the most memorable things about All In, in my opinion. Yeah, it yeah. was so ridiculous that it was the one of the greatest things. It's yeah. one of the few things in comedy and wrestling that I thought landed real well. And yeah. it sucks because a lot of ah. people ripped into it. Oh no, this is like no. a lot of people. All hated In is the perfect show for this very thing because, like, Definitely. who is your main audience for All In? It's people who really follow the elite, who watch being who watch being the elite, and who has. Like invested this certain storyline of Adam Page being accused of like being accused of murdering yeah, yeah. Joey Ryan. So to see that payoff and to see this wonderful like wonderful payoff to this very angle, I just thought like wow. If this and it ha- was hilarious. If this happened in the Attitude Era, it'd be money. Oh, absolutely, money. Um, it just sucks that I, like I said, a lot of people did rip on it. Said, so, oh, this has nothing to do with wrestling. They're just talking about penises, and I think that just it plays into like some sort of weird, you know, other. Something else. Yeah. It plays into yeah. something else. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just sucks because I even though I thought it was great. I was laughing my ass off. Yeah. If you didn't have fun with this, you have a phobia. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael, did you make your pick? Yes, I did make my pick. All and right. My, my angle of the year moment in ring would be Johnny Gargano accidentally slap – Accidentally hitting Aleister Black with the NXT title belt, leading to Tommaso Ciampa winning the NXT title. Oh, um, okay. I thought, like, I thought the way it was executed, the timing of everything, and the way Johnny Gargano looked in that match, and the way, like, I normally hate distraction finishes or finishes yeah. with shenanigans of the third of, of of the third person, but I thought that added so much to that match. Because, you know, there was no way Tommaso Ciampa's winning this title belt. There's no, just no way. It's an NXT taping tie. It's a ta- NXT taping. And mm-hmm. yet they somehow just created this intrigue of just Tommaso Ciampa winning it from Aleister Black through screwy means. And on top of it, a really excellent match as well. Yeah. Um, I just think I consider that my angle of the year. Um, honorable mention would have to be the Resurrection. For of course. Yeah. reasons that has been said throughout this entire thing. I think that's a unanimous second place winner. All right. So uh, by for, like, the first ever in so by, wrestling by, radio. So by numbers, it has to generate. It's like, you know, like how you have to vote for mayor and oh, your so choice. Like, yeah, stage voting or stage rank, voting. rank voting. Rank choice yeah, voting. So it, it really it took over. It won. really just resurrected. So the really CWRE really goes to. The resurrection. Joey Ryan, the yeah. resurrection. Just I think it's because of the fact that it was called resurrection. Kind of so just propelled it. It was resurrection. It played on the Undertaker, like and the fucking and the the camera goes to his pants, and then you can see him. You can see just like a stick moving inside that pants, like like it, like they just got an actual dildo and like they just kind of pushed it further. Yeah, yeah. as he's as his dead body is like just it's, sleeping. It was so freaking him coming great. Back, I, Joey Ryan's resurrection just by <sighs> by rank voting, but I rank do, choice voting, rank yeah. choice voting. Yeah. All right, guys, let's get into our next category, which I think is uh, 2018 Best Feud of the Year. Um, I'm going to go ahead and make my pick right now because it's one feud that's been going on. Uh, it was going on for a while. Now it's it, it seems like these two have come together and joined forces, but we don't know. It'll play out on TV. 
my feud of the year goes to Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa um, with the street fight they had. Was or maybe was it called the unsanctioned fight? It was an unsanctioned fight. And then they had for Johnny fight. Gargano's job. Yeah, um, but both back and forth when they just they just take it to each other. They've been friends for so long that they work so well together, mm-hmm. playing back and forth. And now on NXT TV, they have seemed that they've joined forces uh, against Aleister Black. Not exactly on the same page, but. You know, a common enemy is a common enemy. Yeah. Um, but it's been great through 2018. I've loved every second of it until up until, you know, up until now. And Johnny Gargano's heel turn has been great. Uh, I have I have the same joy. I have the same decision. It's wow. I also Ooh. choose Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. I think granted my it's the direction as of right now. I don't consider it perfect, but it's one of those. We'll see where it goes. And like if I have any faith on seeing where it goes in terms of wrestling storylines, it is, in fact, NXT. And to see just the, this this actual legit blood feud, I thought the last man standing match, albeit a bit too long for my taste, it was it's oh, not a perfect I match. Uh, I thought it was perfect. I'm, no, the unsanctioned match is mm-hmm. their their masterpiece. That's but the then, one where he where Tomas Chumbo ripped up the floor and did the, the draping DDT onto the cement. Um, no, it's the one the one where Johnny Gargano gets his job back. Okay, yeah, that one I thought that was their masterpiece, but. Oh, because it was such a it was it was a good ending, a feel good moment. But the fact that like Johnny this, these guys these guys have been mostly just at their throats for this entire year, and yet they have managed to at least keep it more or less fresh. Mm-hmm. And the fact that like it's still it's still there's still heat to this, yeah. Especially even even still with their like you know kind of yeah uneasy alliance like that that moment where Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. They kind of mirror each other, and you know that hand signal, and they just—they're just like one v one like that. Yeah, yeah. And as Johnny, as they're doing it in unison, you see Johnny Gargano just nodding his head, like no, no, <laughs> like he's he doesn't want to do it. Yeah. me. <laughs> Fuck it, let's do it. And so, just playing off instinct, so just yeah. like Becky Lynch. And I don't have an honorable mention for this because I feel like this is the the actual feud that I, my instinct. Best viewed of the yeah. year, well, Johnny Gargano, Tomas Ciampa. That's one of my honorable mentions. Nice. Uh, also in the honorable mention list is uh, Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Even though that's just getting started. Oh yeah. And Okada Omega had a hell of a year. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, that the one thing that, that was an honor. That I was just the thing don't. I was thinking about, but then I feel like there's not enough meat in that just, bone. I feel that's like why they, it's an honorable mention. They had. They I, may have had. Everyone's already really picked at that bone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like every. That's why I don't like ever pick Omega Okada because it's just like. Everybody does. Yeah, personally okay. speaking. Well, they're not my winner. My winner is Roman Reigns versus the fans. Oh. Just that love-hate relationship that they've had, pre-cancer, of course, the love-hate relationship they had all year. Yeah. Is, it's just, it's my feud of 2018. Are you sure it's not Roman Reigns and the fans, it's just Vince McMahon and the fans? Mm. Nah. I love this guy. I mean, it, what's presented on television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, well, uh, I'll say the angle of... No, yeah. the perception of Roman Reigns yes. versus and the fans. Like, let's yeah, not the I don't want to discount this. Yeah. And I know it's going to sound kind of harsh on. It's going to sound kind of like cold on my part, but like the Ice way it's cold. You know, like you have to admit that his leukemia diagnosis played a part on the general perception. Now, oh, like now, this is yeah. something yeah. that yeah. universally everybody, like no matter what, like no matter no matter how hard of a Roman hater you are, except for that one asshole who. We all know that one asshole. That, yeah. that, that one asshole who said, you deserve it, all that yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, besides the point, now, like, it has, it has, it, it changed wrestling, honestly. It yeah, really changed yeah. wrestling on how, like, oh, shit, this is, like, 
This is worth it's it's um he's like Roman Reigns as he said like this is this is real this is like it, I am my name is Joe I'm like yeah. you may know me as Roman my name is Joe that's when wrestle, that's when like actual shit gets real not this yeah, yeah. not like this CM Punk shit like it's just yeah, like yeah. where every it's one of those unifying moments where Roman Reigns you kinda, see the real guy you see the real guy and it's sort of brought everybody together yeah. and saying like hey man like I know we hate on you but then like you know you're gonna get through this, this is we bigger love than you but this if is you, bigger than wrestling uh-huh. and it changed wrestling in my opinion if you really think about it you know um Roman Reigns goes from you know being booed out of the building by fans after mm-hmm. he puts the Undertaker down. You know this certain in, arc 30, of this rival, mm-hmm. this love hate relationship. Was it thirty three or thirty four? He he beat him at thirty three, right? Mm-hmm. Michael, he beat Roman Reigns beat Undertaker at thirty three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the next night he got booed out of the building. Right. Up until you know nowadays, it's it's just like the fans are behind him one hundred percent, and it's it's unfortunate the way it had to happen. Yeah. Um, but you know what? If and when he comes back, knock on wood, hope yeah. he comes back. Uh, he's gonna get the biggest pop he's ever seen in his career. Okay, when it's he probably, comes back, it's probably the biggest pop like in the history of WWE. How long is it gonna take probably. before the fans to turn on him again, though? Um, once he's better, that's the thing. Is once he's better, yeah, people. I don't know, man. Once I, you it, once it, you dangle, like you the, have, you have, you can't just. Okay, they, I just, I don't think so. I think Roman Reigns, like knowing, you know, knowing like how, what his theoretical fight would be, you know, with leukemia mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Um, I just don't think it would be nigh impossible to, from what he's been through. Like, I don't think it's impossible. I'm just for him going to... off of my like. And no, yes, they could creatively, audience. and they could creatively fumble this entire mess all together. Exactly, and that, then that's... just make make like turn him heel or any of this stuff or like you know, I hate to say it, but then like you know there is precedent for WWE. Like William Regal has once said, top like make a list of ten of the worst things that could possibly happen. Chances are nine out of ten of those things on that list is going to happen. So mm-hmm. you have to really consider that sort of area too. But um, you know, yeah, no, the writing staff could totally just drop the ball on this mm-hmm. and turn something a, a a gift almost. Yeah, but a, of him coming back and you know, yeah, uh, persevering. Reigns. Yeah, it's just like that. I what I what I really respect about that choice is that there is an actual arc to it. Yeah. And there is a story with this mm-hmm. that you don't normally that's no not normally presented in within like the the story structure the storylines and the yeah. script of WWE, but you can feel it, you can see it. Oh, totally. And it's just something it's just the subtle feeling that's kind of more or less unspoken within WWE's, you know, modicum of television, but everybody talks it talks about it outside of it. And I feel like that's that I mean, not even 2018, like 2015, when he got the, when he won the Rumble, right? 2014, when people when he was sort of poised to be in that position, and uh, yeah, no, that's that's quite a that's quite a pick. Thank you. And let's go into our next award. Uh, let's welcome our presenters. Me. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, our next award is uh, let's see, most improved 2018's most improved yes. wrestler of the year. It can go from mid to high, low to high, low to mid. Who knows? Yeah, okay, it's most improved. Like most improved. You, well, you can go the from biggest gap, uh, like the worst that. wrestler in the world, to like, yeah, you're right. To if you guys remember, at the beginning of the year, I was like, well, I don't, I don't know about this guy. Uh, this gimmick is just, ugh. oh, I will once you say it. And it little by little, he's grown on me. Now, I don't know if he's improved himself or. I've improved as a fan, <laughs> and I like him now. You, Jeff you, Hardy. You're kind of like sold on him or her. Velveteen Dream. Oh. Wow. I. You know what? I will say I did think about him for this. He's uh, last. He, to me, he was most – I put him under most improved last year because uh-huh. I feel like he's just – now he's just really just at his Hidden stride. stride. Yeah. yeah. But I it did, was, it was but the whole ahead. Prince thing. I didn't like the Prince gimmick. 
but now he's uh, developed okay, it. because you were there. He's opened it up, and he's larger than life. Yeah. And, you know, he t- he's taken that prince gimmick and made himself, like, th- the prince of wrestling. Yeah. Before, he was just prince. Mm-hmm. And he'd come out with the ruffle shirt and just say, like, I'm the Velveteen Dream. He more or less carved his own niche of him separating. Like, yeah, he has – it's more – it is very much an homage to that prince character, mm-hmm. but it's really – you're not thinking about Prince anymore, even though we say the amount of times we've said Prince about <laughs> when we're talking about Velveteen Dream. But he's Velveteen Dream to me. He's not that character anymore that I first knew when I started watching him uh, come up through the ranks. He, he was, you know, like like you mentioned, he was Prince, and that was his gimmick. That was it. Now he's owned it and developed it. Yeah. So Prince is your not Prince, Velveteen Prince. Dream. Velveteen Dream is my most improved. Any honorable mentions or no? Um, No. Okay. That's all I got. I will go off for that. My honorable mention for that is Velveteen Dream because he was honestly the first person I thought of when I thought of most improved wrestler of the year. But then I consulted the City Wrestling Radio Pacific Northwest chapter up there in the bunker, sending Morse codes. And um, they helped me pick, made my pick of 2018 most improved wrestler of the year. One, Jeffrey Cobb. Ooh, Um, improved? That's kind of interesting. Absolutely. He became the all-pro wrestling universal champion. I know that's an... Um, a local uh, promotion here, and not a lot of people see it on Twitch. But then he also got signed to Ring of Honor. Remember, now, Matanza Cueto was a character last year, too. I understand that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but Jeffrey yeah. Jeffrey Cobb was not. Okay. Uh, but no, now he's signed to Ring of Honor, and he's actually probably going to be one of the staples to Ring of Honor going forward in the 2019 season. Look out, Jeff Cobb. And all this in just a matter of a couple months, right? Exactly. Because ROH needs people, and he is a person. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think he's great. He's one of the nicest guys I've ever met. And <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, my most improved, uh, I do have a, a smorgasbord of honorable mentions. The that top I 20? Should, <laughs> no, not in the top 20. Uh, first of the, 10. I have four. Actually, hold on. One, two, Coming three. in number four. I have four honorable mentions because I do feel like, again, like this is what 2018 was a year that numerous people really kind of just hit their stride mm-hmm. considering where they came from. Number four, Shayna Baszler. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, Shayna I Baszler. Uh, number three, Rhea Ripley. Mm. And number Oh, dude, she is. Bulked up so much too, and coming considering where she was last year in the May Young Classic, and then this year in the May Young Classic, yeah, she has really, really hit her stride. Uh, number two, well, of these honorable mentions, Juice Robinson. Hmm. I See, thought he had his promos in the G One and his general character work of him being the flamboyant underdog. I thought he really, he really found it. I will say, I feel like Juice Robinson though could have been most improved, <coughs> and I know it's just honorable mention. But he could have been most improved last year in 2017. Could have been. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then the nomination, the lead nomination, would be the person he had arguably the best match with in the Cow Palace, and that's Switchblade Jay White. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, he's definitely he has improved from where he was. He had a really ho-hum match with Hiroshi Tanahashi in the Tokyo Dome, but New Japan just they gave him another chance and for me like when he had that Cow Palace match against Juice Robinson, I argued that was probably the best match that I saw there live because I can you know, we were in elevated position, like we had great seats but we didn't have the best seats, but then I can see Jay White. He he was just all the way there and I yeah. saw like from what I saw from him there, he accentuated his character to a point where like I believed in him and I believed in this match and I believed in Juice Robinson. And I thought that was the best match in that Cow Palace show. I feel but, like uh, yep. I feel like seats like that though, it's like either like you're elevated like that or you're all the way front row. Yeah, also Josh Barnett's fucking huge. Yeah. Um 
but from my, that far away. Yeah, but nonetheless, my actual legitimate winner for most improved would be Buddy Murphy. Oh, Buddy Murphy, the cruiser, the 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 Colossus cruise. Is he the, the, Col- Colossus? the Colossus of two hundred five live? The Colossus of two hundred five. Well, the live. Juggernaut. The Juggernaut yes. of two hundred five live. There we go. Yes, the Juggernaut of two hundred five live. I'm the, the current cruiserweight bitch. champion. This guy was legitimately facing actual legit him uh, being cut from the roster, mm-hmm. and for and he almost had thought about having to be deported to Australia because Australia to his native Australia. And oh my god, what does this mean for his relationship with Alexa Bliss and all this stuff? But nonetheless, he, this guy really, really. Really, just banged out killer matches against multiple people week after week with 205 Live. Regardless of the criticism that I have for 205 Live, that man, Buddy Murphy, more or less, he he really knocked it out of the park when given, like when when he stepped up to the plate. And I just mm-hmm. thought, like, gee, look at this guy who was facing near being cut by the roster, and to him being, you know, it's a struggling it's a struggling roster in the cruiserweight division. But I do feel like. You know, he really has shown himself, stepped up to the plate, carved out his niche, all that other stuff, and I yeah. think he is the easily the most improved out of everybody. And like he was, he was in a tag team who was like known as the Dubstep Cowboys, oh, and now and I mean, he oh, still has Dubstep uh, in his theme song, but like Murphy and uh, Blake and Murphy, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I'm gonna give Buddy Murphy most improved <clears throat> CWR Velveteen Dream, Buddy Murphy, and. Jeffrey Cobb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot my pick. That's the one I should have remembered. Our next category of tonight is uh, let's see. Oh, 2018 best promotion. And I feel like we're gonna have different picks on this one. Yeah, probably. But I mean, it's hard. I it's a toss. up No promotion was perfect this year. No, it's a toss up for me. And because I look at Ring of Honor and I see them like the things they've done this year has been great. You know, with the elite wrestling in there. Um, SoCal Uncensored has been fun, but then it's how like, much do you attribute the SoCal Uncensored being fun to just being uh, being the elite, just giving them that platform, and not just by ROH itself? Oh, I know it's hard. That's what I'm saying. Because the elite really, to me, and then the other one I have is New Japan Pro Wrestling, and it's like these guys are in both promotions, and they've really built up both promotions and made them both really exciting. But I'm gonna have to just go on the default here new japan pro wrestling best promotion of the year but by my pick um just because of the sheer um athleticism of these competitors no that's just the word that came out of my mouth it's just fun i love it i love waking up at you know 1 a.m to watch a show <laughs> not and... many wrestling promotions let you do like makes you want to do that yeah and so for my pick um i have actually just before we say that i have some honorable mentions my honorable uh, mention apw i'm sorry because you were an apw brother i'm an apw faith- faithful faithful yeah yeah um, my two honorable mentions, OTT wrestling based out of Ireland, oh, just, yeah. just by the sole fact of those, the, the Walter match with Jordan Devlin and the way they presented that match. Like they don't just show you, like you can go on YouTube and <coughs> excuse me, you can go .com. on YouTube and just have this match between two people. And it's like, okay, I hear this match is great. They ring the bell. They wrestle match is good with OTT. What they do, besides the fact of just showing that wrestling, they do a video presentation of that very built-up. And the editing, while it's not WWE levels of, like, production where, you know, they use their own raw footage, they have to, like, it's just, look of it's of lesser quality, but the story they tell out of those vignettes, like, further amplifies my investment of that match even further, which I do believe is one of the most important things about wrestling, so mm-hmm. besides the fact that it's two wrestling and a 20-by-20 20 20 ring between those two competitors. But, 
yeah, I want to give a shout out to OTT Wrestling, especially with the Wal- uh, Jordan Devlin Walter match, with, by not just showing the match, but with showing the storylines. And I thought that apps that is an absolute perfect touch to add to your video on demand service that you do on YouTube. Correct. And uh, yeah. and uh, my other honorable mention would be Game Changer Wrestling. Hmm. Oh, the way they have cultivated their social media account, like I would say, I would argue it's the best social media account in wrestling, but. In fact, it should have been an honorable mention. How dare you, Michael? Um, but with Game Changer Wrestling, with the whole Joey Janela thing, with um, you know them okaying the whole Joey Janela spring break party. Like, granted, Joey Janela is like, regard. Granted, the ugliness of the David Arquette stuff aside, yeah. um, I, thought, I, mean, I don't think I don't think it was that ugly, dude. And you were there. I was there. Uh, I thought the way it's very in touch with this super super fringe audience. Of like hardcore wrestling fans who would be willing to pay to see Joey Janela face the Great Sasuke at two a.m. Yeah, and the way they have marketed that with like the the video package party of, vibes. Too. Yeah, it's like this weird. It's just this absolutely weird thing for wrestling, and just by the sheer laurels of how it's able to build a plat, how technology is able to build a platform for that and to advertise that sort of way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it deserves a shout out, but my best promotion is New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah, yeah, New Japan Pro Wrestling. It it has it has become the standard bearer of the highest quality in ring product you could possibly offer through in all of wrestling and in ring one hundred percent. Yes, and G one climax. Whenever that rolls around, yeah, it like it totally damages their roster physically. Like nobody comes out of like the G one roster. Like the same, but oh, it has. Yeah. But then, just every day, unless you're Minoru Suzuki, every day you just wake up in the morning and it's like, oh yes, this is the match to watch. This is the, this is the match to watch, and then it, it, again, it's it's wrestling Christmas G1 climax, and then I and I cannot look for I cannot look more forward to that uh that January fourth show that's mm-hmm. looking to be mm-hmm. stacked, and it it could very well be 2019's promotion of the year. Um, but uh, yeah, New Japan. Well, what about you, Jose? Okay, well, how can you have a best promotion and not mention the leader of the pack, the granddaddy of them all, the WWE? Two years in a row. But that's not my pick. Oh! With the addition of Access TV, I am now able to watch at the comfort of my own home. I'm a little behind because they don't have the events right away, but New Japan Pro Wrestling. (laughs) Wow. uh, Like Michael said, the in-ring performance is just amazing and beyond what... Any uh, chin lock can accomplish in a match. Sure, it's telling a story, but, you know, everybody loves action movies. I love my action movies in Japanese. So, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Wow. So, do you watch? No, you, since you have access, you have the English commentary, but. Yeah, yeah. I have Jim Ross nice. and some MMA guy. Oh, Josh uh, Barnett. Josh Barnett. Yeah, no, it's a unanimous winner of yeah, best promotion of the year, New Japan Pro Wrestling. And I, and I just got off of a Kenny Omega marathon yesterday. Oh, yeah, no, I saw yeah. that. I don't have Access TV, so was it you just You don't a bunch have of, access to Access? I don't have access to Access. Was it just a bunch of like throughout the history of Kenny Omega? It, uh as far as I know, it was Kenny Omega in New Japan history, yeah. Nice. I like it. I love it. That's quite a block. It. Did you watch every single one of those? Hell no, it's 24 <laughs> hours. You should. Yeah. I saw the Jericho Omega. That was Awesome. That was fun, yeah. Our next uh, nomination for tonight is 2018. Uh, was it? Oh, best uh, best special show or best pay-per-view, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm just at the sheer... Um, it, it was just great. All in. 
all in one. Oh I, yeah, no, my, that is that is a very much a very worthy contender of best. For sure, WWE did not when they weren't even close with any of their shows. I mean, New Japan, Wrestle Kingdom, yeah, it's great, but All In, it was just so fun. You know, we watched together here. Um, it was it All In. It's not so much what it was, but what it like represented. Yeah, like it is. You know, it was the biggest independent show pretty much ever made, and so. It really wanted to. It really wanted to send out that message that you know WWE isn't the be all end all. Mm-hmm. You can easily and like ain't, there is no better time to not be a wrestler for the WWE than it is right now. And what the elite guys wanted to cultivate was just create that. You know, wrestling's more than WWE. Wrestling is very much uh, an international product. There's so much more out there you could do, like with the showing of Penta, but like Pentagon versus Kenny Omega mm-hmm. in Mexico or. Or the Bandito Rey Mysterio uh, Phoenix match against uh, Young yeah. Bucks and the Lovers. God damn it! And uh, oh yeah, talk about biggest blunder. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I got the, I watched that afterwards. Yeah, it was still yeah. very nice. It was like ten minutes long. So, um, you know, the Joey Ryan resurrection story, like angle where com- like you where you could see comedy with it, or Cody Rhodes winning the NWA title, where it just brought that emotional factor. And granted, I don't believe that's like the best. You know, it's not it's not my pick. But it's mm. definitely what All In represented is something of a high that I think, like, you know, that should be talked about and more or less be capitalized upon. Mm-hmm. You know? <coughs> oh, easy tiger. And uh, your pick, Jose. Okay, so it's hard to pick a WWE event where you're like, man, this card is stacked. I had a blast from beginning to end. Maybe the Rumble. But for me, All In wins events wow. of the year. Another unanimous vote by yeah. CW. Uh, it was just stacked. It, no, it wasn't. Oh, I didn't I hear you just, then. Yeah, it, it was just a stacked event from front to back. In the build up to it, it was. Yeah, very... I'm feeling that. Put one hand up. But um, repeat that. Trying to take my man. So you don't need that. Sorry. <laughs> so yes, all in is very much a very high, high honorable mention. It's a one might say a one B, but I'm gonna choose NXT Takeover New Orleans. Oh, okay. Um, it had the Adam. Co- it had the ladder match for the inaugural NXT North American Championship. Uh, It had Shayna Baszler and Ember Moon, which I thought was went well beyond expectations. You got the triple threat tag team match of uh, Undisputed Era, Authors of Pain, and Dunn Strong. Dunn Strong. Dunn Strong with a very, very nice, uh, the very nice ending to it of uh, Roderick Strong joining Undisputed Era. You had Aleister Black defeating Andrade San Almas for the NXT Championship. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun and, show. Yeah. And you had Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa with the unsanctioned match, where Gargano wins by reinstating NXT just from top to bottom. I just it was, yeah, I it, was, it was it was pretty stacked. It was a killer <laughs> fucking show in a in a very very stacked uh, WrestleMania weekend, where mm-hmm. above and beyond that was by far like you know, and it was five matches, right? Yes, yeah. So also length goes a long way. Like, sure, not like a lot yeah. of these matches, like. Let's see. 20 like, minutes. The ladder match was 30 minutes, Was but then Gargano and Ciampa, they went 37 minutes, and I was mm. still like hooked throughout the yeah, entire totally. thing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, NXT TakeOver New Orleans. Good. Show of the year for my Good guys. show. Good show. Good shows. Good show. Uh, our next nomination <coughs> uh, for 2018, it's 2018 Best Weekly Show. And my pick is, of course, um, I know you said they had some missed potential, but... NXT. I mean, it's just every week it delivers consistent. Whether it's bad or good, it's still entertaining. Yes. Um, you have heavy, heavy machinery on there. They're probably 
Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're, they're pretty bad if you really think about it. Oh, you don't like the Caterpillar? Mm-hmm. No, it's great. But it's it's like, if you really think about it, they're not great rest. They don't, they're not super great wrestlers. Uh, but it's fun. They're fun. And that's what I like about NXT. It's fun overall. I agree, Corey. NXT is also my choice for weekly rec- best weekly recurring show because it also de- there, it's a very interesting thing what NXT does to its very stacked roster, and it's that Rikish like they rotate guys. You know, it they again they have the benefit of being a taped show and having this one singular area where they have a lot more control of what they can and can't do. Yeah. Comparison to Monday Night Raw. But I think it works to that advantage of how that cultivates to my taste where like they have a really stacked they have probably one of the most stacked rosters, you know, in a very long time with like you got your Undisputed Eras, you got your Ricochets, you got your Matt Riddles, Keith Lee's, Matt R- uh, Matt Riddle again. Um Matt Riddle. Yeah, and they rotate those guys. Did you mention Matt Riddle? They rotate these guys into these matches like, oh, this week you're getting Matt Riddle. This week you're getting Ricochet. Next but week you get Matt Riddle. And they keep those guys very fresh by at, like either like with a Velveteen Dream vignette or like not like nobody seems very lost in the shuffle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where like, oh, I forgot this person was in this roster. I'm still thinking about it. Their relevancy is still maintained. Hey, can you guys hold on for just one second? I need to pause this. Okay. I'm really sorry. And, uh, and we're back. And we're back after a crazy fire. Four what? fire trucks. What was that? An entire squadron. Fifteen firemen. I honestly think it's one of those things, like, you ever see when somebody's playing video games online and the cops storm in and someone calls the cops on them? Yeah. Except this is firefighters. I think someone's mad that we were voted best social media account by City Wrestling Radio. It's the amount of heat that we produce. Heat, heat, heat. More than Monday Night Raw. And this is the positive podcast, too. Let's keep going with our best weekly recurring show. Jose, Uh, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. Smackdown. Okay, that's yeah. a good choice. That's, that's a very good. My choice. favorite show has all my favorite characters. You have your Becky Lynch's. You have your Charlotte Flair on that. Charlotte Flair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, AJ Daniel Bryan. It's the show that's been the most consistent it's when you're talking about roster. WWE. Yeah, it's the, it's the superior roster. It's by the far. superior brand right now in WWE. So that's that's my favorite show. How can you say it's a superior brand when it lost all its matches on Survivor Series, Jose? Jeez, oh, they won one, one uh, five and one. Doesn't count. Man. You're right. Yeah, I mean, no, that's a very, it's a very good choice because, like, post, uh, post, uh, especially post draft, once they uh, yeah. got all those people, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, yeah, and they've consistent. The writing's been very consistent, and I love, yeah, it's not I love, perfect. I love reviewing that show; it's fun. Yeah, let's see our next, our next uh, category tonight is a uh, 2018 best. It's uh, another alert. <laughs> yeah, no, right? Uh, women's match of the year. I have a feeling where this is might be the. I'm going to have to choose a match out of a pay-per-view that probably not everybody watched, although everyone should watch it. My pick for this match is Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair, last woman standing match, WWE Evolution. I feel like I thought I thought a lot of eyes was put on that pay-per-view in general. You think so? Yeah, that's like it's the it, they really pimped, like not pimped it, that's a terrible word to, to, to describe it, but they really 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 promoted the hell out of that match. And I mean match and show. Yeah. I thought that was like probably one of the biggest things, like the biggest pay-per-view they put out that month. And uh yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was I thought it was one of, it was the best women's match. I mean, I could sit there and like think of the three-way match at TLC. Um, Especially when you were there, Charlotte, Becky, and Oscar, 
yeah, it came it came up. That's the thing is like it was hard to to rate that match because it came off such a lull of Ambrose and Rollins that anything yeah. that came after that, that match, match was really be killed great. the crowd, yeah. huh? Yeah. yeah. That's 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 unfortunate to but, hear. But that's my pick. Uh, WWE Evolution, last one <coughs> standing. Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair. It took it to new levels, especially with the ladders and the the weapons used involved. It was oh, it's great. The go ahead. Honorable mentioned for me would be Kyrie Singh and Shayna Baszler, part one. Okay. Nice. And I too will pick the Evolution match with Lynch and yeah, um, Charlotte Flair. Yeah. I'm going to have to pause this again. I'm really sorry. Like, Seriously. It's not like you reported the smoke. Uh. <laughs> All right. Let's continue. Michael. Oh, it's quite a. It's quite an eventful uh, podcast we're yeah, having yeah. right now. Uh, Michael, your pick for 2018 best female match of the year. I'm going to repeat your choice, actually. The Charlotte, Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch last woman standing in WWE's evolution. I thought... It elevated both these ladies into very, very gigantic heist heights. Heights. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it was the, it, the 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 crowd, the 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 heat of that match. Uh, the chairs. I, seriously, no. It like the it ladders. made both. It, it seriously cemented both ladies as just incredible superstars mm-hmm. coming out of it, and it launched. Like, I don't want to say it launched the career of Becky Lynch, but it more or less just put an underline to this woman is a star. This woman should main event WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This woman should more or less be the face of your division. And I just thought, I mean, it was above head, heads and tail, heads and shoulders, the match out of WWE Evolution. So it's unanimous. I would say her- <laughs> herbal essences above the rest. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, let's continue with our 2018. Uh, the male wrestler match of the year, right? Okay. Right. Uh, best. Uh, I was uh, in my ordering. It was best tag team. Let's match. go best tag team match. Yeah. I'm gonna pick uh, Mustache Mountain versus Undisputed Era on NXT TV. Uh, it was it July 11th, 2018. It aired. Um, it was it was a great match from start to finish, <coughs> and the fact that it was a five star match on NXT TV uh, really set it above and yep. beyond the rest. And it's because it's hard to. Okay, I was thinking about like, oh, am I going to pick a New Japan match? Like, uh, like I could have picked Kenny Omega versus, or no, sorry, that's not a tag team match. I'm thinking of something different. But I can compare it to a like, what was it Osprey and Will Osprey and Kenny Ta- Omega or Tanahashi and oh, yeah. Will Osprey versus Kenny Omega and uh, Kota Ibushi. But it's like you can't really compare the two in my opinion because they're in NXT. They're not allowed to go to the extent that New Japan is able to go. I, I think they have. They're given a lot of freedom within it. Not as much, I don't think. You don't think so? Okay. Not as much as New Japan, but I think... I'm not really seeing it. I think... I feel like... But honestly, sometimes I think New Japan is kind of like careless freedom. Like, yeah, sure, go ahead and land on your head. It's fine. It'll look good. So you think... And then you have like Hiromu Takahashi. Okay. Who breaks his neck on accident. But uh, Mustache Mountain, Undisputed Era, that is... NXT TV, that's my tag team match of the year. Yes. Okay. Um, For a very, very long time... I made this. I made this. Uh, I made these choices a week ago. Um, as I was doing that, at the same time, Hiroshi Tanahashi and Will Osprey versus the Golden Lovers see, was see. going. Was 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 What's underway. Happening? Was underway. Like I was just mostly just having the New Japan event in the background. Then I watched this match. Yeah. Now I know you have a fair. Like you have some criticisms of it oh, being more or less of a spot fest. Yeah. But I have to say, the lengths that these 
these four gentlemen went through and to the production as well that psych that psych front flip from will osprey and then it immediately cuts to this one shot of uh kota bushi looking over his shoulder and then you see from far away uh uh Will Ospreay just turning around about to face Kota Bushi. That alone, if we had a category for best, like, gif of the year, that would have to be it. And just the action was just relentless. The knees to Tanahashi and Osprey, the the tandem offense from uh, Tana, uh, uh, Omega and uh, Ibushi, that's going to be my tag team match of the year with a very, very 1B honorable mention to Mustache Mountain and Undisputed Era because I thought – that was just, to me, was super out of left field. It really cemented NXT as every week Every week has to be must-watch. Yeah. Really, yeah, yeah, to yeah. me. And just really just strengthened, just it, it elevated the product to me in general. Yeah. And um, we'll get to, and I have more to say about Undisputed Era later. Yeah. And uh, Jose? Okay, I'm going to cheat a little bit. Uh, all year long, the Usos and New Day have been going on in just one long tag team match. Okay. So I'm picking them. It's been really fun. These guys work well together. They have chemistry. They're like the Omega Okada yeah. sort of, of thing. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. the SmackDown tag division. So, yeah, love it. Yeah, they're great. Uh, Usos are... <coughs> so any match involving Usos and... It's just and one long match to yeah. me. Nice. And let's continue with 2018 uh, Male Competitor Match of the Year. My pick for this uh, has to be... From your favorite show of the year, Michael, um, NXT uh, New Orleans, TakeOver New Orleans. This is the six-man ladder match for the NXT North American Championship. It's the five-stars match uh, involving Lars Sullivan. Five-stars Lars. Five-star Lars. Um, It was Ricochet versus Adam Cole versus EC3 versus Lars Sullivan versus Velveteen Dream versus Killian Dane. I believe so. Killian Dane, right? Yeah. Probably. I forgot. Yeah. Uh, for the NXT North American Championship, it was ba- It was just all around fun, exciting. It was the mess. opener. Yeah. And it was the opener. So and it crowned um, Adam Cole as the first NXT North American Champion. It was Ricochet's debut. Was it? Yeah. I think so. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was a great match. EC3 was in that match. Yes, he was. Yeah. Top 1%, baby. Okay. Well, I made a list. Check and it's twice. going to be in a ranked succession, the last one being... Number 10! Yes, it's not 10. It's whatever the, whatever the amount this list goes. Uh, Walter versus Jordan Devlin at OTT WrestleRama 2, for reasons that I keep on saying every week, every time I mention it. Go watch that fucking match. Uh, Tomohiro Ishii versus Kenny Omega, G1 Climax, day whatever it was in, two th- in 28. Um, Tomohiro Ishii versus Kota Ibushi, G1 Climax. Uh and then Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Kota Ibushi at the G1 Climax 28 Finals, uh-huh. which was an which told the story of Hiroshi Tanahashi being this never-ending, relentless force for good and strong will and heart, and one of the greatest displays I've ever seen from a man doing so. Yeah. Um, Johnny Gargano versus Andrade Cien Almas for the NXT Championship at NXT Takeover Brooklyn. That's one of my honorable mentions. It is. It, it it's it's pretty much the same reasoning with Hiroshi Tanahashi, but Johnny Gargano falling short at the end, mm-hmm. which which further strengthened him as probably one of the most one of the best baby faces WWE has right now as of right now. I mean, not so much anymore, but 
We'll get there. Johnny Takeover. But number one for me was Kenny Omega versus Kazuchika Okada, New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion 2018. That's number. That's honorable mention number one on my list. Uh, because this was the culmination of a feud that really just reignited can not just Kenny Omega, but New Japan Pro Wrestling as a product in general. Really kickstarted this expansion that has that has heightened the draws of everybody involved. It really elevated the product, and it was also just looking at this rivalry and looking at the story history and just the overall story that it told with the two out of three, no time limit. This was the closest you can get with an actual war between two individuals inside a ring. I thought the expectation levels that these guys had, the, the, pressure, the amount of pressure it took for these guys to put on the greatest wrestling match, you know, arguably ever. Yeah. And... Those guys just like they just somehow just find ways to just elevate, just elevate and elevate and elevate. And I honestly don't know how you can, you know, go from here. This was the conclusion to it. Also, the Infinity War vignette beforehand <laughs> also made it incredible. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Kenny Omega, Kazuchika Okada, New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion 2018 for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship with Kenny Omega winning that Ooh. title and really just. It really, it's like he took it home. He's this is his nice. christening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I love it. Um, I love I'm going to go in a different direction. Every honorable mention that you mentioned is on my list, but my number <coughs> one match would be Daniel Bryan and Brock Lesnar. Wow. Oh, okay. Okay. I like yeah. Uh, it's a continuation from last year when AJ went against the Brock Lesnar and we went through that drama, but this, I, fe- I felt, I felt Daniel Bryan took it a step further with the drama. And yeah, the selling of, you know, the uh, all he's getting the, beat to pieces. Yeah, pretty much exactly. the entire match. And the his... entire crowd was silent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were. People were about to freaking witness a goddamn fucking murder. Murder. Yeah. And it went from that to a good story at the end with a happy ending. Not a very happy ending, it but happy the ending. comeback got you juiced again. The punch, the kick to the balls, and the single knee. Corey, did you buy it? I bought it. I bought I it for bought a second. For a second, bought it. Yeah, yeah. Number one in 2018, my favorite match. I bought it, wrapped it, and gave it to a present as myself for myself. You know, Ooh, I just I just looked at my notes for worst match. Oh, we'll get we'll there. get there, and let's go up to our um our our top our top awards today. They start with 2018 Tag Team of the Year, and I'm I had to make this pick because you know these guys have been holding it together. Throughout pretty much the entirety of the year, they've had their backs and back and forth, you know, with championship wins. Um, but my pick is clearly undisputed. My pick is the undisputed era. I could have okay. I could have picked the Young Bucks. I could have because they are they created only hands above the rest. Probably they're they're just great. They do great things. But it's just I feel like people ride the Young Bucks so much that I just couldn't do it. Like Undisputed Air have done a lot in the they brought NXT to a new level with, you know, their their faction and it's just it's as a fun. unit. As just, a unit, yeah. Like as a unit and they are just guaranteed great tell they're they're guaranteed great matches. And with, with the addition Era. with the addition of Roderick Strong to the group, I mean it's fun. Yeah. No, and like Kyle O'Reilly, um, Air Guitar. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just it's guaranteed it's just guaranteed quality with those guys, even with Adam Cole. Honestly, yeah. Um, just that that that, Bebe. that that unit that faction is just uh, like head and shoulders what 
the what tag team like what has what has done to tag team in general you know like you see like that to those those the tag team division on raw uh more or less on smackdown even though they have kind of like they have kind of been building a certain uh modicum of momentum lately yeah but with like that nxt tag team division just like in general i wish i could give an award for every single one of those people like yeah. with uh, mustache mountain with or a uh, lorkin and Bert. i mean i might as well just go through my not like my honorable mentions because yeah my honorable mentions of the best tag team of the year it's uh new day mustache mountain the golden lovers Lorkin and Birch, the Young Bucks, but it, it is undisputed that it's the undisputed era. It's I would give, era. I would give, even though Golden Lovers are in my tag match of the year because that's just a singular event. They right. have never really, they didn't take over the world. You know, Golden Lovers, like yeah, they've had great matches, but they didn't like take over like a career defining year right. for the undisputed era than these matches. And yeah. um, you got to give it to Lorkin and Birch because those guys. Like you can easily, easily write them off as like these generic like creator wrestler guys, but then like they have also just they have also brought it up to a level that you know they they stepped up to the plate and danced with Undisputed Era in a, what stole the show for many people whenever they're they're there. And you can't discount the Young Bucks for what they've also contributed to not right. just tag team wrestling but independent wrestling. Right. You know with the with the elite moniker the. The being the elite show, you know, like they are very. You can't deny like the hard work those guys are. Yeah, those guys are innovators of the business right now. Yeah, um, but it has to. It's undisputed. It's undisputed era with those, with those guys. Okay. In whatever combination, too. Honestly, uh, undisputed can you know you can make arguments. Um, New Day, of course, Young Bucks, innovators. My pick is the Usos. Still. Which, by and the way, is Ooh. I would argue like go ahead most improved as well because they've really? improved so they improved leaps and bounds from the beginning of 2018 to the end of 2018. I, okay, they, I mean they, you know in in ring work is still the same. Yeah, the work rate still the same. I'm talking about in total persona and being able to deliver a message. Yeah, uh, Jay no longer wines on the mic and. He's a high pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, finally yeah. calmed it down and found his voice and his character. So I'm going Usos. Okay. Usos That's, are a great pick. I mean, it's, it's a great pick. Um, You know, like you're totally entitled to your own decision. Damn, Skippy. But I would, I'm going to be like the devil's advocate and say, like, the Usos had a fairly disappointing year. In 2018, the, those guys were struggling to find like to find television. They were kind of in the back burner for a little bit, but oh, they open shows with New Day all all yeah. the time. No, I and you can't really reason. say New Day because they've been more of a promotion machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, pushing they, the, the merchandise. Yeah, and... yeah. So you can't really say because they they haven't really been in the thick of the action, even though they yeah. have been. Because they were, but my you tag know, every time they're not going to win. Because it was it was very they were very much tag team of the year last year, and mm-hmm. just. In comparison to this year, it has been a little bit of a disappointment, but but they're still at it with what they do best, and some might say they were they're better mm-hmm. than their best. And uh, yeah, no, totally, Usos, they are deserving. They de- they're deserving of that moniker. Our next category of the night. And I really don't want to say Young Bucks. Everybody says Young Bucks. Yeah, yeah, Young Bucks have too much um, praise. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. our next. Uh, I mean. You know, like it's warranted though. Yeah, but it's not just them; it's the whole elite yeah, squad. No. Yeah. It's our choices. Twenty eighteen best performance on the mic, and I'm just gonna have to go. And Michael's gonna love me for this one. I'm picking Daniel Bryan uh, because Daniel Bryan mm. on the mic 
Um, I mean, what can I say about him that hasn't already been said? Brian has been given anything and makes it believable. Uh, you know, besides the Miz, um, who I think is actually in reality probably best friends with Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Um, they go back and forth off each other. He can work a character or shoot, and it's just all fascinating. He speaks very highly of him in his book. Who um, the Daniel Miz? Bryan to, uh, when he talks about the, the Miz. Miz. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the uh, best performance on the mic. I think Daniel Bryan. So. I went kind of, I went, I approached this in a variety of ways. It doesn't have to be a wrestler. It could be a manager. It could be yeah, someone else. Best on the mic. Best on the mic. Uh, and so I have a pretty, I have a pretty list here. Mauro Ranallo. The, the, the commentary team of Don Callis, Chris Charlton, and Kevin Kelly. Yeah. Uh, with a underline to Chris Charlton because he translates the promos. Okay, yeah, yeah. And so I definitely know what the fuck, like, those after promos are talking about. Um, and I also think. They understand those guys are given literally given nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're not given a script. They're not given any production notes. They don't have they someone are, yelling there. They are calling it again. They are calling it on the fly, and they are calling some of the greatest professional wrestling matches out there in the world today. And for them to hold their own in those di- in that sort of dire situation, I can't help but give them credit for that. Mm-hmm. You know, Kevin Kelly, Don Callis, Chris Charlton. Those guys are great, and I I am looking forward to listening to them even more come January fourth. Um, other shout outs, uh, Daniel Bryan for reasons of why yeah. you said it. Um, I would give him the not, I would give him the award, but he's only just getting started, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah he's only just getting started. Uh, Samoa Joe, uh, his shit talk to like throughout that entire AJ Styles feud. And just in general, he's, he is among the most natural heels on the mic that you could possibly imagine. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr., uh, what more can I say? That guy like takes it to next levels in his shit talk. He doesn't just shit talk like his opponents. He shit talks the promotion. He'll like he'll create like these comparisons. Like I am the Brian Eno of wrestling. Like it's just something. It, he he brings a very new style to it, a very sophisticated style to his promos that I can't yeah. really, really. It's like I can't do justice if I do like you know impersonation for it. But my best goes to Marinalo. Yeah, the main yeah. commentator Mama for Mia. NXT. Those video they they make those videos of just him on the camera for a reason, dude. <laughs> His passion it freaking it it reaches out to the screen for the NXT do, uh, product. He used to do Showtime boxing, right? <coughs> he still does. He still does. He I th- he calls Bellator fights. He called the biggest fight in the world. He's called some of the biggest boxing matches in the world. Mm-hmm. With the Mayweather McGregor fights and the Mayweather Pacquiao fights, but yeah, but you know, like Marwanalo, he might go down as my my personal favorite uh, on the mic and and personal favorite on the com on like on the commentary booth ever. Also, because he replied to my Twitter uh, question <laughs> when he said, "What kind of what brand glasses does he wear?" and he says, "Armani and Lacoste or Walgreens." And here he tweets okay. my compliments, which, you know, he, he does smoke, everybody. He smokes a bunch of weed, too. Yeah. Or ingests um, THC in one and, form or another. And also, like, seriously, that Showtime documentary on him also. Uh, I still haven't watched that, that yeah. It's yeah. it's fantastic. If you want to he, – he does not pull punches. He is a man who is very much in – I don't want to say in tune of who he is, mm-hmm. but by God, he's working. So He is such a hard worker. Do you tell JBL to suck it? No, they don't really go into detail oh, okay. about like any of his backstage of mm-hmm. like the backstage politics. Just the positivity. That piece. no, positive not piece. just the positive. Like his struggle. This guy is he. He kind of displays himself as a man of a constant struggle, and mm-hmm. I think for him to be as forward as he is, 
that documentary, um, rock bipolar rock and roller, mm. is also why he's a, he's one of the best on the mic and just just a generally just an open character. Like best, I mean, like best non wrestler too. Mm. Honestly, Marwan yeah. Allah. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so for me, Paul Heyman could win this every year, but he didn't this. But year. he's not going to win. He's not going to win it this year. Uh, I have <clears> this. <throat> I have this as a tie. Um, before I got here, I was stuck on Daniel Bryan and Becky being, (laughs) being the best on the mic today. Okay. But let's break this down. We're talking about 2018. These two have recently found their voices and they've been cutting the best promos of their careers. Yeah. If you want to go with 2018 consistency, the tie is Samoa Joe and Miz. Okay, okay. Okay, this is a tie. It's a tie. Both will hold the honor. So They should have a match I would for say it. they should, but I or they can share the title, and Miz can keep it for two weeks, and then Samoa Joe can keep it for uh, two more weeks. There we go. Go back and forth. Half-half. They should just be like a duo. Like yeah, these guys are the most consistent. Tag team. These guys, if you want a good promo, talk to these guys. They'll cut it for you right away. Nice. I love it. Let's go on to our uh, our top two nominations of the night. Um, Sweating over here. So, okay, I have to, before we get into it, I like I said to you guys before, I have a 1A and 1B. Uh, there's t- We're about to pick the best male wrestler of the year and best female wrestler of the year. I think one person superseded the other person. Best um, wrestler of the year. That's why I have a best wrestler of the year and the other person wins best male or female wrestler of the year. So I'm just going to give it to you both at once. Um, Me too. Because uh, my honorable mentions is it's shared. Yeah, but then there's two. It's a fork. No, it's a two way fork. Yeah, so it's a top. Fork, 10. It's a fork in the road. It's a top eleven when you think about it. But there's a one A one B. So um, my snatch. my 2018 best male rest of the year has to go to the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. It's a very fair, that's a, I'm not surprised at all, and it's a very fair it's um, a very he, fair choice. He really he helped book all in, and you know with the Young Bucks. He held both the NWA Heavyweight Championship, although it was only for like what a couple weeks. There, there's more to it than like you know just yeah, yeah the symbolic. It's really just the symbolism with, with the IWGP uh, United States Championship. I almost said Universal Championship. Um, they both together at the same time. Probably going to be just like his dad eventually with the prospect of All Elite Wrestling um, in the near future. But my 2018 Wrestler of the Year has to go. I mean, this is really no surprise. If you listen to the show, Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch has won 2018 Whoa. Best Wrestler of the Year. She has been the most overface in WWE in probably the longest time. It wasn't supposed to be this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, her, that's, that's when wrestling's at its finest, when it's a ha- when it's an accident. Yeah. Um, her and Charlotte have had some of the best matches, including my best women's match of the year. Um superseding anything that Charlotte has ever had a match. You know, her and Sasha had a feud way back when on Monday Night Raw. Mm -hmm. This supersedes anything that they did. Yeah. Um, And then pushing the boundaries on gender stereotypes, she has kind of embodied the spirit of, quote-unquote, the man. Mm -hmm. So Becky Lynch, my 2018 Wrestler of the Year. Jose? Okay. What are you thinking? Yeah. you Wrestler of the Year is definitely Becky Lynch. For all reasons mentioned. I don't think I could add any more to that yeah she's just awesome she's awesome so super nice too my male wrestler of the year as much as i want to pick drew mcintyre i really want but he's going to be wrestler of the year 2019 it's too early to pick him wrestler of the year 2018 so you have to give it to aj styles aj styles i didn't want to but world heavyweight champion or 
For most WWE, of the year, yes. For, for 300 some odd days. Yeah. So you have to give it to this guy. He's been th- dealt a shitty hand, uh, especially with the Shinsuke Nakamura um, program. I got kicked in the balls repeatedly. Uh, but this guy's been solid. He, he is the workhorse of Smack. I had Samoa Joe go to my house and bug my wife and my kid. Yeah. But yeah. So. Michael. Uh, again, I made a top 10. Two-way four. Number 10. So. My top tens, or this overall my list and the winners. So, starting off with Pete Dunn, NXT UK champion. I thought that guy, he killed it. Uh, Kota Ibushi, I thought his G1 run, his matches with his match with Kenny Omega, yeah, his match with Hiroshi Tanahashi. There's no doubt in my mind this man's a top ten. Uh, Charlotte Flair, um, the, you can't, you really have to give her due. In regards to like the spotlight, true that. that be- like she has, she is, she has helped Becky Lynch elevate to this level. You got, and I don't think not enough credit has been given to her mm-hmm. because people were like, people were like, this is dangerously close of Rome. Like we're gonna Roman Charlotte Flair, we're gonna Roman Charlotte mm-hmm. Flair. But then, you know, like she is sort of like she's at that pantheon for a reason because yeah. they just gave her a kendo stick and they were like, go for it. She's like, thanks. She's believable. Um, you got as much as I. As much as his match qualities have been questionable to me, you have to give a shout out to Chris Jericho. Yeah, for him I agree. to the Jericho Cruise too. The Jericho Cruise for him to go out of WWE and to become the biggest star in the biggest heel of all of wrestling coming into the Wrestle Kingdom match with Kenny Omega. You really can't deny like the star power that he brought to that show in general too. Like. The amount of buzz he has generated from that dome show, and just the amount of buzz he has himself as a brand in general, um, he may not have the best matches, in my opinion, but you just cannot deny his star power. Uh, Tomohiro Ishii, uh, one more could be said that G1 run is legendary in my eyes. Uh, Will Osprey, I think that dude, uh, him going up the heavyweight division. And him having like killer matches with Marty Squirrel and just having no regards to his neck whatsoever. It's not to reward that, but it's there's something to say about it. Yeah. Um <clears throat> excuse me. And I mean, Johnny Gargano, I think he is the be all end all for NXT. He is Sami Zayn, Daniel Bryan. He is mm-hmm. he has to be your biggest baby face. And at the end of the day, I do think though, I hope they do right by whatever storyline direction he they are taking him to. Please, oh please, oh please, oh please, oh please, oh please, oh please. Uh Ronda Rousey. One more could be said about this lady. She yeah. is the reason why women she are wa- main eventing. She's like as much as we want to put Becky Lynch on a pedestal, she is more or less the reason. She's a draw. She's she a draw. is she no honestly Ronda Rousey is probably the biggest get WWE has ever got because has ever taken has ever got out of it because she is the sole reason why Fox took up that deal with yeah. WWE for those TV rights deals for SmackDown which generate was going to generate over a billion dollars mm-hmm. like you cannot deny the movement and the fact that she killed it at wrestlemania and she's like the match she quality she used went above and beyond expectations like yeah i don't think she, okay yeah you're right about that yeah she mm-hmm. expected um, her to be greener than green but she yeah. wasn't i have a lot more to say about ronda rousey but hiroshi tanahashi uh i think that per that he him himself as an individual he yeah. started out like his overall arc of having a whole so-so at best match with jay white at the january 4th dome show because he was operating at like 25 percent mm-hmm. of who he is and then for him to have you know, this this run with Okada, or well, like facing Okada, his two Okada matches, his match with Kota Bushi, 
Uh, I have zero doubt in my mind that the match with him and Kenny Omega is going to be a flat-out masterpiece. And you really stepped into the plate of why he is the true ace of New Japan. Yeah, yeah, But I got to give number one. I thought I would be above this, but I really can't deny no longer that this wrestler, male wrestler of the year, belongs to Kenny Omega. Uh, Kenny Omega, the the one-winged angel himself. I thought whatever that man touches was gold. Like yes, you can you can criticize his IWGP Heavyweight title run as not the be all end all blockbuster of what it should be. No, but right now in professional wrestling, he's fucking LeBron James. Yeah, yeah. To me, mm, yes, he is. He is his namesake. He is the best bout machine. He is to me like the overall like having him see having seen him live. Like this guy is larger than life. This guy mm-hmm. is like you cannot deny. His star power and the match quality that this You're he gonna suits himself. Him. Yeah. I strongly again he he's not perfect. No, no. Kenny Omega no is far is. from perfect. You can I I really do have to level out like the criticisms of him more or less not living up to the potential of his IWGP Heavyweight Title run, especially after you know the uh, like the more. The, the immortalizing of Kazuchika Okada in yeah, that yeah, title yeah, run yeah. prior to it. But I still got to give it to Kenny Omega because... It just seems lackluster compared to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it of is, course. Yeah. Of course. But then it's just... Kenny, like, Kenny Omega, it's... He is why I... He is really, like, the legitimate, like, reason why I stuck with New Japan and, like, yeah. the way his matches go. Like, his style of wrestling is what I really look forward to in a wrestling match. So I got to give it to Kenny Omega as Michael Vergara's male wrestler of the year, my female wrestler of the year. Who who else could it be? It's fucking Becky Lynch. What more can be said about that lady? That, that lovely, lovely woman, the Um, man, what can be said about the man? You know, she was given, she was given a position where it was doomed. And from the get go where it's like to be a heel after having, you know, like yeah, and she took stage. it. She took that social media account and she made her character her own. She she has like through even through injury of her being out of action, she has maintained the level of relevancy that like you could say more about yeah. it. Like she, you know, she took the ball and then she just went with it. And yeah. you know, you, you could, and the fact that it, this is only happening within like the the last quarter of the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, the the splash that she has made, like God knows, like I hope, hopefully, like you got to look well, it's at it been, day it's by been day. It's been the last half of the year she's yeah. been doing this. 2019. Let's let's keep it going. Evolution was what October? Yeah, yeah. Uh, SummerSlam, the heel turn was August. The uh, yeah. the storming into so she like she's literally taken you know she her social media account she's taken storming into the Raw women's roster and taking over Raw with the SmackDown Live's roster. And made it her own, made this character herself. And yeah, people compare her. She revitalized her, that division. People compare her to Stone Cold Steve Austin all the time, but mm-hmm. like she is. Becky Lynch. Is she's Becky different. Lynch. She's Becky Lynch. That that the man shirt. I don't like it. I'll be I'm honest. Not in, but then because it's, it's, I can't wear it. I can't wear it's, it because it seems com- weird. But then it is completely like <laughs> I'm the man. I can definitely see that becoming super iconic to her. Def- character. No, definitely. Yeah, she's yeah. the man, Becky Lynch. I'm waiting for that figure to come out, that elite figure to come out with the man shirt. Yeah. Um, But uh, Becky Lynch, Kenny Omega, my choices, my 1A, 1B, female wrestler of the year, male wrestler of the year. Nice. All right. Jose, did you? You went, right? Yeah, I went. Okay. 
So that was uh, that was the CWREs, guys. Of course. But before oh. we leave, we have to make sure we have to give look out, out for who, our prospects. Oh. Yes. We are some prospects we have to look out for in t- 2019, 2019, 2019. Um, see, I had a pick before the show started, but I changed it halfway through the show. My original pick was Jordan Grace because, you know, she's hands above the rest. She's a great wrestler. She's your honorable mention. Yeah, she's my honorable mention now. And I do think it's really funny how I think she I heard about her having this social media account where she posts all the creepy messages guys send to her through social media, like all these creepy DMs. Yeah. And she posts them like screenshots of them. Cool. (laughs) And it's it's incredible. But I had to switch it up because you mentioned him a couple minutes ago. Will Ospreay. I think he's going to move up to the heavyweight division. He is. He is he moving really will. I mean, he's competing for the never. And it's an open weight title, but then I feel like his match against... That's oh the transition. God, yeah. I just realized that. And, like, well, and Osprey's going to fight Kodo Bucci in the opener of New Japan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> look out for the Tokyo Dome show. No, seriously, look out for Will Osprey because he can come from anywhere. Yeah. Um, it's the aerial assassin. Yeah. Jose, who do you got for your prospect for 2019? Velveteen Dream. Ow! I love this guy. Uh, if it's not Drew McIntyre... I see big things from him, but he gets um, he gets number two. Velveteen's in for a hell of a year. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And I hope he doesn't get called up until at least SummerSlam. Yeah, give him a little bit of run with that North American title, maybe There's something. Um, my to watch out for to look out for 2019. Um, I might have egg on my face. This this is going to be a bit dicey. Uh-oh. Look out for Daniel Bryan. Ooh, I think yeah. not so much. Like I think. I think with this whole Mustafa Ali thing of him putting him over to that degree and just having – I think Daniel Bryan is going to make the most out of this title reign out of just accentuating the people that he is going to face. Mm -hmm. And and him being in that position of putting people over at this point. Um, Which can only help him. Which can only help him and the people surrounding him, like Mm -hmm. with the Mustafa Ali's. um, Like he – like he could, he has, he is setting himself up for programs that can last him months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah. You know, I think I think Shinsuke Nakamura is going to turn face after this uh, this title switch. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to, I, I like fingers crossed. Like I want them them to have a program with each other. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to like expect like a, like a, a world beater out of either of these people, like yeah. a world beater match, but I do think it's going to be a meaningful program. I mean, he made me give a crap about a program with him and R-Truth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> R-Truth's winning that Rumble. I'm just saying it right now. Yeah. Um, look out for R-Truth of 2019. Oh, um, you know, and uh, yeah, Daniel Bryan, I think it's going to be with this new heel persona, he's not, he is setting himself up for matches that, is only going to benefit him, and who knows? This could all turn south. He's probably going to like drop the title and just be continue to be comedy, eh, or whatever, yeah. or you know, knock on wood, something you know, he, have, he, might, he might injure himself. Oh, t- t- come on! We're not going to. It's not going to happen. Knock on wood. But, knock um, on that wood. Very much so. But we'll look out for Daniel Bryan. Nice. Look out! All right, guys. Jose, did you? I I don't know why I keep forgetting. It's that alcohol we had beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. You made your pick. Velveteen oh, Dream. Velveteen Dream, Daniel Bryan, and Will Ospreay. Jordan Grace. Oh, and an honorable, oh, and mention, and honorable and mention of Jordan Grace because she's taking that. She's and, take, using social media. And Becky Lynch. And I think she's just getting started. Drew McIntyre. And Jordan Devlin. Yeah. Watch out for Finn Balor, too. Drew McIntyre, next Universal Champion. Yeah. You're here, you're here first. All and right. Seth Rollins. Come on. I think I honestly think he's going to be the choice to win the Rumble. 
And Not Drew. Honestly, we'll, we'll get there. Universal title run. I'm saying right now, David Arquette. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. He's dedicated now. It's gonna. Shane McMahon is gonna be Universal. Shane is gonna see that David Arquette is doing this, and he's like, "Oh, he's making a comeback. We should get him on there." Because this is after he wins the tag titles with Miz. Ugh. All right, guys, let's get out of here. And tomorrow we'll be back for our worst of. Probably won't be as extensive as our best of. Yeah. But you know what? That's why you celebrate the best and trash the worst. Hey, guys, it's in the name. We're holding people accountable. Guys, for City Wrestling Good Radio. Or bad. For City Wrestling Radio. And for our representatives at KCSF, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. I'm Jose Osuda. And we will see you tomorrow with the worst of 2018. Probably going to be a little bit Alright, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. From the CWREs in the Diamond Studio, we say good night. Good, good wow. salutations. All right. No, good night, Ben. I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Bergard. I'm Jose. And we'll see you. Bye.